the penis is not going to kind of stand out in your mind as like, oh, I want this, this X size again. Hello, and welcome to Thoughts and Perspectives, a Swinger Lifestyle Podcast. We are Ben and Kay, a two-physician couple in the lifestyle, and would like to share with you our thoughts and perspectives on related topics. We are physicians, but we are not your physicians. If you have any concerns about your personal or mental health, you should talk with your own doctors. This is an adult podcast and is not intended for people under the age of 18. Hello and welcome to Thoughts and Perspectives, Episode 3, Reddit Q&A number 2, or all the stuff that we meant to put in Reddit Q&A number 1, but just ran out of time. Um, we're going to be going over a few more threads on Reddit. And this is from our swingers on Reddit. Um, so first will be, how young is too young? Which is a great question. Next we'll read a thread, how is it so hard to make friends in the lifestyle? The juiciest one will be, of course, the penis size. And a question about intimacy. What age is too young to swing? Uh, the poster and his girlfriend are 23 years old, um, and they want to go to a lifestyle resort in Cancun. I'm guessing something like Desire. Mm -hmm. um, and they are interested in older couples to, quote, show them the ropes. So how young is too young? Well, we would love to spend time with this couple, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so show them the ropes. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there is an age. What would be interesting to me is uh, how long they've been together yeah. and yeah. where... Yeah, have they been together since high school? They could have been together for maybe like seven years. Who exactly. Knows? So more so than the age, you're. I think that... Um, you're looking for the level of comfort mm -hmm. in the couple with themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you, if you see a younger couple and they seem very nervous uh, about the whole situation, then, you know, I, I would be inclined to back off. So what we're, basically I think what most couples are looking for is for drama free, um, kind of encounter. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You, you want to not hurt anybody's feelings, make sure that they're, there and they're there to have fun so i don't think that age really has anything to do with um with the lifestyle it's more your comfort kind of level but you know if the couples look in general at a younger couple and they do wonder you know the this is a younger couple maybe they're um less comfortable we're not quite sure but if the couple shows more enthusiasm yeah, and if both partners show the enthusiasm. Exactly. Then you know, hey, they're they're good to go, right? So you're a lot less hesitant. Um, yeah. So I would, I would, I would tell them go to Cancun and have fun, and you'd be surprised how many couples in their thirties and forties would be so so excited to, you know, show you the ropes. Yeah. Um. You know, I've, we've not been to one of these resorts, so I'm not. I'm not sure if this is. Uh, a good place for a first experience or not yeah we've never um, done the yeah, young swinger yeah, so, week right yeah yeah so yeah so I don't, I don't know maybe should they go to a lifestyle club first to just observe or is this a great maybe this is a great place for first experiences um yeah there's no sure. you know it's interesting because if you're in a resort maybe that they could spend the whole week just with themselves and yeah, I, I take think, time getting yeah. to know somebody. From from what I've heard of these resorts, there's plenty of people who just go, you know, for the sexy environment and don't do any yeah. 
any sort of swapping or anything like that at so all. May not be a bad idea. Okay. Um, next question. Why is it so hard to make actual friends in the lifestyle? Uh, so this couple has been in the lifestyle for several months, um, but they have some friends in the lifestyle um, who've been in it for, I think they said 12 years. Um, and they say those, uh, those more, ex those experienced friends have many friends in the lifestyle, many of which they've never played with. Um, and so this, this, couple who's newer to the lifestyle is wondering how can we how can we make more friends that maybe we're not necessarily um, hooking up with uh, and what they say is uh, when they when they first meet a couple um, they let them know immediately that they're primarily looking for friends but they feel like at you know at the end of the night things seem to to always go the same way they get an invitation uh, from the other couple to play with them and then they say no no um, we really want to we really just want to be friends with you guys and then the other couple just ups and stops talking to them. And so they're wondering, <laughs> how, do, how do we make friends in the lifestyle? Um, and I guess they mostly go to, to house parties. Um, is there a thing to, to meet these other couples? Or meet and greets, I guess, is what, they, is what yeah, they say. Yeah, I think that's the key is where you are, right? So if you are in, at an event where most people are there and, you know, like you and I, we're pretty goal oriented, right? Yeah, I mean, so we, have, we have kids. If we ever were to go out and, you know, careers, if we ever were to go out, it'd be like our one night a month or two months or three months to, to make something happen. Right. Um, and very, most couples kind of our age just in a similar boat. And many times I've heard like, hey, we have sitter until this time. So yeah, we need yeah, to yeah. get going. Yeah. The clock is ticking. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I was just thinking about... Um, if, if you think about our last, uh, cruise, you know, did we make some, uh, friends? And the answer is, I think, yes, because yeah. we were. Oh yeah, for uh, sure. I, I think we did, especially, you know, we met, uh, other physicians, right? We right. met, we met two other physicians, um. And they, they seem to be interesting and interested in uh, establishing a friendship with us. So. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, if, if you are at an event where people are more low key, right? So they, they maybe all, um, just played with somebody and they are, you know, are seated at a group table with you. So we've met another couple during our first cruise that we normally would never talk to, right? They're, um, kind of much older. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Right. Um, and Troy, Troy and Tamara, they're just this really fun couple from LA and they have been swingers for decades yeah. and their perspective was just so amazing. Yeah. They don't <laughs> give a fuck. It was they just, are so chill. So it's chill. ridiculous. So, you know, we immediately asked them about different swinger resorts and they've been to resorts all over the world and they've done all these different things and they're just, you know, totally in a different mental space i feel like having done all of that yeah they're yeah, they're not shocked or surprised by anything and they're not um they don't get too excited about anything they're like if you want to hook up yeah if you don't that's fine too <laughs> both of them also had kind of this really interesting uh laid-back sense of humor um so that was really fun um so i can i can relate to wanting to hope more lifestyle friends and just kind of have a very open conversation that we don't necessarily get to have with mm -hmm. vanilla friends, right? Yeah. Our vanilla friends are pretty good though. They're, Our vanilla they're pretty friends. open-minded. 
Our vanilla they, friends they to- are they tolerate <laughs> They tolerate our, our uh, perversity, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, it's just in terms of setting, I think that is where you're, you're going to kind of figure out whether it's a good time to make friends or people are primarily looking, you know, to play. Um, I don't know if you can establish a friendship online. Maybe if you are... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. if you're open from the get-go and other people are also looking for a friendship, sure. Yeah, yeah. and in, for example, for us, um, we are interested in making lifestyle friends that we don't hook up with. Yeah. Uh, particularly in our local area, we'd like to have friends that we can talk to um, about various lifestyle things and that sort of thing, but not necessarily um, hook up with um, because we kind of want to avoid, you know, hooking up with people um, in our local area just because of our, you know, our careers and that sort of thing. Um, so we are interested in that sort of thing. But if we're specifically at an event where we're, you know, maybe looking to hook up, then maybe we're not in friend making mode. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was going to say we're probably one of those couples that will invite a couple to play and if they say no we're here and then to we're make... moving on yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's yeah. just the reality of yeah. the situation you know for when we're trying to yeah do you want to talk about speed dating oh yeah that was another interesting event um so we went to the speed dating both cruises correct and uh, both times we went with just thinking we're gonna meet couples from everywhere basically and we met couples all over the world mm-hmm. all different ages soft swap voyeurs um, uh, hall pass couples full swap couples dtf couple young that couple, was more old DTF couples. Than us. yeah that's yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah um you know just kind of and you get three minutes to have mm-hmm. a little bit of a conversation and it's just so fun and and you can see you know right away whether you want to continue the conversation right so like the time runs out and you're like but it'd be so nice to continue mm-hmm. our conversation maybe you know sit down at dinner with these guys and just mm-hmm. you know laugh out loud and you know just yeah. get to know them and I, I don't think we ended up hooking up with any of the couples we met on the speed dating and we met what like 60 couples on the speed dating um, but it was interesting, um, you know, just to talk with them cause they're from a different walk of life, have a different perspective. Yeah. Um, so it's something that we, we intend to do probably on every cruise just to. The second cruise I, I went in completely kind of thinking this is not where we'll meet any couples to play with mm-hmm. necessarily. Yeah, especially after our experience on the first cruise. Exactly. The first one, I wasn't sure. I'm like, do people actually, um, make arrangements during those three minutes? That seemed, you know, really, really fast. Um, and of course you don't and you make more of these kind of little connections and see if you want to continue so i really enjoyed kind of from the friends making standpoint the speed dating yeah, that, was really fun yeah that might be a good a good route to go but uh, you know that's a very very particular place and time so I'm, I'm not necessarily sure i would recommend going on a cruise to go to the speed dating with the intention solely to make friends um but you know that's something that we experienced in on the cruise just in general i feel like you're there for so long um, that you bump into the same couples on over mm-hmm, and over mm-hmm. again. Yeah. And you just end up having conversations, um, you know, just greeting each other or sitting down at the buffet together, you know, things like that. So I feel like because you have no time pressure, that environment felt more conducive to making friendship to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you make de facto friendships. You just keep running into these same people over and over again. 
Um, all right, on to the next question. Um, I guess the question of the day, penis size questions, which is probably the most commonly asked topic in the entire r slash swingers uh, reddit um so two questions here uh, one from the female perspective one from the male the female asks um after having sex with someone bigger than your partner does it really spice up your sex life or do you feel unsatisfied with your husband and she wants a female uh perspective on this um, question number two is from the male half of a couple um who um, is in the lifestyle and he says he keeps running into couples where the guy has an enormous cock, like a foot long, T-H-I-C-K, thick. I don't want to shift into a cuck situation where I see the lady basically not satisfied with her man and constantly seeking out these big dick guys. What do you think? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> because I feel like the insecurities is so much more in the guys minds than oh, it is for sure. in for women's, sure. right? Like, like I know exactly which guys you've hooked up with that were the largest and you do not remember at all. So specifically there was one encounter where I remembered his wife really well because mm -hmm. she was beautiful. Oh man, I felt so bad about that. Oh, <laughs> and... I was so focused on how huge this dude was that I gave his wife's not enough attention she deserves so much more attention and i was so distracted by something now i would not be distracted by well you know her and i would kind of looked at each other a lot and we had like this joint experience um so i feel like it was fine yeah she definitely needed more attention oh <laughs> god but i don't specifically remember you know that encounter like if you ask me what position it was just thinking about that encounter and it's not the most memorable one um another encounter that you know that where uh the guy's penis was large was a little bit uncomfortable for me and you know i didn't specifically enjoy it and yeah i, I just i also remember his partner was very good looking um, um african-american woman that was just gorgeous mm -hmm. and yeah i just didn't specifically enjoy it it's, you know that's where the piece comes in is there's so many pieces to you know what you're doing that just having the penis size if you know f f that doesn't really do it for me so i feel like you know if you have an average size dick and you're just a fun guy with fun personality and you know how to use it and you know how to please a woman like that i would every time i'll yeah. go for that guy and you've, you've had great experiences with average to smaller size guys exactly yeah and so some of my most memorable encounters in fact have been with smaller than average guys yeah. so i feel like that is definitely in guys heads um and it's mm -hmm. a good question i think for the woman just kind of thinking about it am i going to be less satisfied with my husband after i have x so i just in general would say anything you try in the lifestyle it's going to be a fun experience and for me it produces the opposite effect i look forward to you know being back and doing the reclaim sex and just you know um, coming back together and it just feels so good and it's just something that we do together so i actually feel like it will pull you closer and not you know yeah and you know i i don't have any issues um when i'm with the women of these men with these uh 
capital T H I C thick uh, foot long penises. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with their, their other halves and I have, you know, as best I can tell, they seem perfectly satisfied, um, with what I'm working with. Um, so if they're satisfied with what I'm working with, then obviously a single encounter for your wife with a guy who's quite well endowed is not going to ruin her for you. Right. Yeah. You know, it's just how to reassure your partner, I think, is the question that nobody asks, right? So it might be that, you know, your partner is hesitant because of... I think it's just experience, you know, like after you see it so many times and you, you just come to realize that, oh, it's actually not that big of a deal. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Because there's no way to get those comparison thoughts out of your mind yeah. until yeah. you try it out and you realize that's not the reality. My wife enjoyed sex with me even more um, yeah. after having, you know, seven inch dick, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, just with time, you, you go over and over that experience again and ju you just realize yeah. it's that's, that's just a myth. And uh, yeah, and I, th I think the people, there are people out there who are into the, the big penises um sure and i and i think that's kind of like a fetish you know it's like people who like to be whipped and, and that sort of thing like there's plenty oh, yeah. of people who are into that but by and large most people you know are, it's not really their main thing no we came across this one post where they were looking at single guys right but you know um they had this thing where like if you're less than seven inches then don't message us right yeah. so and it was like that's a like a fetish exactly yeah. it was like a cuck situation i think it was more the guys exactly thing, yeah and the girls just going along with it exactly so i feel like go for it enjoy it and enjoy your reclaimed sex all right, last question, um, and this one's kind of a doozy. Um, this one's about intimacy and insecurity. It's a good one. Yeah. So this is a 28-year-old woman um, who has a lot of issues uh, expressing intimacy with her husband uh, normally. In a lot of ways, she doesn't feel super comfortable with, um, and they've been together for eight years. Um, she loves hand-holding, um, but the husband really, you know, throughout the relationship didn't seem to be into that too much, rarely holds her hand. Um, however, they met another couple, um, and the husband held the other wife's hand for 20 minutes. And the poster says it felt like an eternity. Uh, she told her husband about how she felt in the moment, and he said, okay, yeah, let's just go. We don't need to be here. We can just go. And she says at the end of her post, I find myself questioning whether I can stay in this marriage with the knowledge that it was just me he couldn't naturally give that intimacy to. Oh, just, yeah, such a bummer, right? Um, there are kind of layers to this onion, I feel I, like. I hope she, I hope with some time she kind of dialed that back a little bit. I hope she was just shocked, you know, when she wrote that and just had to get those emotions out because that seems like a, a big jump. You know, I feel like right after when you, when you um, run into the issue with jealousy for whatever triggered it, right? Yes. Um, you do have like this kind of... Um, gloom and doom mindset yeah, catastrophic like, exactly kind of response, yeah. um i remember one time i i was so deep into my emotion that i couldn't even put into words yeah i, I kept to... asking you like what's wrong what's, what's and wrong i was like hold on i actually need to formulate what is actually bothering me about this encounter because i'm just so filled with this overwhelming you know kind of feeling that uh, you know this is it's just not going, you know, there's no way that I can do that for you and that can't happen. Why can't it happen in our marriage and things like that? 
And then you have a good conversation and you realize, hold on, um, you know, this is, it's like this and this. Um, so I hope that they had a, you know, good conversation or several conversations about this because that's you know that's pretty important the other thing to think about this is this is a very specific scenario but this could happen to anybody you know any small sign of affection or thing that maybe you don't normally do with your spouse that you happen to do with the other spouse um in that moment could set this off mm -hmm. you know it, it could be anything um, that being said, I don't normally hold hands with, uh, with the other spouse. That's, that's a bit odd for me. You know, I think it's different for us because we hold hands a lot yeah. just in general in public. Yeah. Um, you know, if we go to the mall together, um, if we happen to be with our, without our kids for, you know, for some reason, because with our kids, we just each hold one. Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. if we go together, we usually hold hands all the yeah. time. And so for me, it would feel very odd to and, hold and also you know i'm always holding hands with our children yeah right and so it's it's that kind of affection that i think about when i'm holding hands so it's it would be super odd for me to do that with you know a relative stranger or someone in a lifestyle that really different kind of mindset you know what's interesting is though when um in the lifestyle when you're trying to um communicate chemistry to the you know to the couple, to to the partner in the couple that you're interested, mm -hmm. you're kind of seeing if there's anything that they like, right? right. So, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and if they, you do detect, oh, you know, if I see that the guy likes X, Y, or Z, that mm -hmm. turns them on. Absolutely. I will yeah. automatically, without even thinking, sometimes kind of start doing that or right, offer right. that. Yeah. And I, you know, sometimes I don't think this through. I don't think like. Oh, what does you know Ben think about? Yeah, you're a people ex. pleaser, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this guy seems to be turned yeah. on by X, so I'll go ahead and do that. Um, and you know, in the moment, it just feels like not a big deal. You're, you know, you're kind of communicating. You know, the other partner is also pleasing you, so you're trying to both have a good time, and so does your spouse. Um, and so. Then later on, it might be like, oh, gosh, you know, that specific thing uh, really triggered my partner. And so I feel like we've had these conversations now several times. And, it, you know, it was, you know, from my side, from your side, back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, and with time, we kind of got to a, a very comfortable place where, hey, this and this kind of triggers yeah. us. Like like kissing was a thing because um, I, I am not a kisser. I don't like to kiss that often we don't really kiss that much at home um i'm more of a hugger or maybe a snuggler um but you know i do kiss other women in the lifestyle maybe even more than i do at home and one of the reasons for that is that i feel like kissing is expected you know in the lifestyle and i, I find it's something that the other you know women like um and it's something they need to get aroused but it's not something i, I do for myself at all yeah, I feel like initially when you were really passionately kissing the other partner, um, I feel like that was b most bothersome to me for some reason when we were engaged. Um, and I remember one encounter where the woman was a good kisser and you just commented like, oh, she's such a good kisser. And, and for some reason, I just was like, oh... And, yeah. uh, and I was not into that kissing at all. I was just, <laughs> I was just talking, you know, um, but no, I was not into it at that time or ever really. Right. So I feel like you just kind of go over, 
you know, the, these things with your partner. And, you know, now I know how you are with kissing, right? I know. I, and I think now that I, now that I think about it, the reason that I said that is because I wanted you to kiss her so I wouldn't have to kiss her anymore. Which is exactly what Which happened. Which is exactly what happened. You know, as you said it, you pulled me into, exactly, yeah. you know, just saying, hey, come check this out. And you're, you know, you're, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, very interesting. But for some reason that didn't go at all like that in my head. You know, and, and why would it? Cause, you know, that's right? a certain Cause... degree of subterfuge. <laughs> so I thought you were so blown away by this experience that you wanted me to share it. But in fact, you were like, oh my gosh, I've been kissing this woman for 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. And, and I'm I, like, I'm done. I need a breather. Um, so, you know, that that is, you know, something to, to discuss for sure. Yeah. Um, now, if, if this happened with you know, with not having that communication, I feel like it would be harder to get over. You know, if, yeah. if um, let's say, you know, let's say this woman made a post on Reddit in lieu of talking with her partner, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, she never brought it up to him and was just going to exactly. end the marriage. Yeah, exactly. So I would say that that could potentially be like a fertile ground, you know, for weeds to grow. So you know, if it does happen, just bring it up. Um, yeah. Another one that was for me was uh, choking. So um, I love to be choked, right? During, you know, kind of, and, and breath play just in general is just something that we do, you and I. Mm -hmm. I don't let other, uh, per, you know, other men uh, choke me during our encounters. I feel like more from the safety standpoint, it just, I feel like I have to trust someone to do that. Um, you know, just applying the right amount of pressure, but not too much. And when, you know, in terms of early during the encounter or later, etc. Um, but when I first saw you doing it to another woman, I was like, but that's our, um, you know, something that only you and I do together. And, you know, it was, it was kind of a, you know, a little bit of a, a, a ping of kind of, you know, of intimacy and and then later on we had a conversation and it was clearly that that woman wanted that and requested that yeah and you had complied with the request and i feel like it's very fair you know if, if you're in the moment with someone and they're asking and it's no skin off your back right again i'm a people pleaser too you know i would do that as well sure yeah sure. okay so i think that covers our reddit q a so join us next time for episode four bliss cruise and review yeah and we'll see you guys in the next episode give me give me what i want give me what i need give me give me what i want want you all over me give me give me what i want